1: CHGO Blackhawks podcast. It is a sunny side summer Friday. I hope you're having a good one on this hot day. I'm Jay Zawaski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabassi. Thanks for joining us here today. Make sure you smash that like button on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page. Podcasters, make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite app and leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. People love redrafts. We're gonna do a pair of them today. The 2003 NHL draft and the 2008 NHL draft. We're going to redo the top 15 from those drafts. And there's going to be some pretty massive changes, as you'd Mm -hmm. imagine, pretty much with every redraft, but especially these two. Before we do, we want to let everybody know about our upcoming CHGO kickoff classic at Cog Hill. Yep, that is our inaugural golf outing. That is August 25th at 9 a.m. You get 18 holes with a cart exclusive chgo and pins and aces polo for all players whole contest giveaways prizes lunch drinks a ceremony after the round and you get to hang out with us of course which is an added bonus or the opposite <laughs> of a bonus whatever you would call that uh, but it's going to be a great time really looking forward to it if you want to sign up all chgo.com is the place to go you can buy just you a twosome a foursome there's whole sponsorships there's all sorts of things available so go to allchgo.com navigate over to that events page for all the info on our inaugural CHGO kickoff classic. I'm really looking forward to that fellas.
0: Yes. Yes, I I too am ready to get out on the links and uh play with our with our our fellow co-workers and our uh CHGO diehards. It's gonna be a great time. Um CHGO fans, uh we got a great community uh, building over the last uh, year plus that we've uh, we've been around, and hey, I mean, what what goes better uh, together for golf fans than summer, or for hockey fans than summer and golf? Uh, it's 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 what every what every hockey player says if they weren't a professional hockey player that they would be is a golfer. So, uh, I I feel like if if I had more time on my hands, I would be golfing as much as possible. So, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm gonna get a few rounds in ahead of time. And, uh, I'm, I'm hoping to win the, uh, win the prize, top prize, whatever it is, the kind of of golf prizes.
1: Yeah. I, I will not be winning that. Um, I'll be happy to finish <laughs> second to last. I'll call that a win, but you know what? It's going to be nice. There's going to be beers. There's going to be camaraderie. So I'm down. Let's do it. All right. right. So, uh, we're going to redraft a, a pair of drafts today. We're going to do the top 15 from 2003 and the top 15 from 2008. If you remember 2003, the first overall pick, Pittsburgh had it, and they took Marc-Andre Fleury. That worked out pretty damn well. Former um, Blackhawk. Yeah, also in this draft, not to spoil things, but um, Ryan Suter is in this draft, Dion Phaneuf, Jeff Carter, Brent Seabrook, Huh? you ever hear of him mm-hmm. before? Ryan Kessler, lots of big names in this one. We're going to do that. And then the 08 draft, which was headlined by Steven Stamkos and Drew Doughty, one and two at the top but a lot of big names in that one as well. So we're going to start in 03. Uh, we did. Uh, we spun the Wheel of Fortune off the air for the, the 2003 Wheel, okay. draft. Uh, Greg is going to pick first. I will pick second. Mario will pick third, and we will do it in a snake style. So, Mr. Boysen, you are on the clock, and you are selecting for the beloved Pittsburgh Penguins.
2: Of course, they took Mark andre Fleury, the, the uh, beloved goaltender, First overall, I didn't want this pick because it's a tough call. Like <laughs> Flurry was really good for the Penguins, but he also had like a really good team in front of him. And do they win those cups with another good goalie? Probably. I mean, having Sidney Crosby and Malkin and, and Latang and, and all those guys, uh, probably more valuable. So I'm going to make a different pick for the Pittsburgh Penguins. I'm going to make this team even better than they were. They may win more than three Stanley Cups when they add center Patrice Bergeron Ooh. with the
1: number one Ooh. overall pick. I mean, yeah, that seems like the, the obvious that. one, right?
2: I mean, you put Bergeron with Crosby and Malkin down the middle. I mean, yikes.
1: Good luck.
2: I mean, we, we said that a lot because remember the Penguins passed on Jonathan Tabes to take Jordan's Stalk, and we always say, hey, imagine if they had Jonathan Tabes in yeah. that mix well add patrice bergeron and now you've got the shutdown defensive forward as well so 10 straight stanley cups for the pittsburgh <laughs>
1: yeah seriously
2: <laughs> it's it's interesting
0: to think though like would bergeron have had the same kind of career if he was
1: behind malkin and crosby yeah, he'd be marcus krueger
0: <laughs> right yeah like would he have been just kind of that one more more one-dimensional in his game because of the role he would
2: have played like I don't know. It's interesting. And and for reference, in two thousand three, Patrice Bergeron went forty-fifth overall to the Bruins. So forty four passes on the future Hall of Famer before he was selected. That's a good pick by
1: the Bruins. Damn. All right. I'm on the clock now for the Carolina Hurricanes. And I was hoping you would have stuck with Flurry so I could keep so I could take Patrice Bergeron there. <laughs> so now I'm a little bit on the fence here and I'm you know I think I am going to take Fleury. I'm going to take Marc-Andre Fleury, too. Uh, I think we are a little bit jaded because the last few years for him haven't been great, but there was a time where he was the best or arguably the best goalie in hockey and Carolina. I mean, they've they've had a history of pretty good goalies, but they've never had anyone like Marc-Andre Fleury. Um, so yeah. I, I'm going to take him at two. There were some guys I passed up on there, but, um, yeah, I'll I'll go with him.
0: Yeah, not bad. I mean, you got a guy that's that's won multiple cups, um even though some of them he wasn't the starter for. Uh is a guy that's going to go directly to the hockey Hall of Fame. I mean, it's it's uh it's hard to argue that he shouldn't still be in the top 5, top 3 of, of this redraft for sure.
2: Yeah. The uh Hurricanes, you know, they won a cup a couple years after uh after this draft and probably still will with uh, Marc-Andre Fleury instead of Eric Stahl. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's, it's crazy. The Hurricanes were in the 0-2 cup final, and then the next season they're picking second overall, <laughs> and they get Eric will. Stahl.
2: And then they're right back there uh, in 06. In 06, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, all yeah. right, Mario's got the next two picks. And I'm going right. to go out on a limb and say you're not taking Nathan Horton or Nikolaj Zuredev with either of these picks. <laughs> no,
0: no. We're, we're going to have some different names here. Uh, originally, these picks were for Florida and Columbus. So going to the Florida Panthers uh, instead of Nathan Horton is going to be – Oh, it's a tough one. Um, I think I'm going to take instead of Eric Stahl, I'm gonna take Ryan Getzlav. That's a good pick. I I, I just I, 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 I think I know Stahl is has had the more longevity than Getzlav, but I think at their peaks, I'd rather have Ryan Getzlav than Eric Stahl. So I'm gonna go with him. He jumps from nineteen to three on wow. this board. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Fourth pick uh, was going to the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, here is where I will take Eric Stahl. <laughs> I, th- I think hard to argue against the guy that uh, has played the the length that he has, has had the production that he did. His peak was, you know, is is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? I don't think so, but he's definitely in the in that conversation of hockey Hall of Fame level career uh he, he's won a cup he's been a top player at his position for a long time during his peak the longevity has been in his in his corner um you know the uh the the, the stall brothers um you know they, they made some news this year but uh as as far as hockey players uh that's quite the family and and eric i think is the best of the uh of the bunch
1: yep i mean good long career i think Maybe we undervalue him a little bit. I know I do a little bit, just because I feel like there hasn't been that Hawks and Stall like crossover or matchup over the years. I feel like we don't see him very often. Uh, yeah. But he's been a really good player for a really long time and continues to be an effective player. So that's a that's like what you would call the safe pick of the draft, right? Like that you know that's gonna that's gonna work out well.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: All right, I'm on the clock for the Sabers, and uh, I was kind of on the fence about this one, but. I think we have to erase recency bias. And when I look at this draft and I look at defensemen, uh, I think Shea Weber is the class of this class to say class twice in the same sentence. Um, <laughs> he was just an incredible player. Uh, injuries derailed him. You know, he's now where is he? Who is he property of even anymore? I forget Arizona. Arizona. Friends in Arizona? Arizona. I figured. Um, so yeah, he's just gonna stay retired like Brent Seabrook, who we'll probably hear from later in the show. Um, but uh, he was just so good for so long. I'll never forget him putting the puck through the net at the Olympics. He <laughs> yeah. was physical. He was big. He could score. He had speed for a guy that size. Uh, Shea Weber was a great defenseman. So without, without hesitation, Shea Weber at five for the Buffalo Sabres.
2: Jumps up uh, 44 spots, taking 49th in yeah. this draft. Uh, pretty crazy that the uh, Predators got both Ryan Suter and Shea Weber in the same class same draft
1: crazy
0: and what did it work out to them too
1: yeah you know (laughs) they have a future banner yes eventual cup winners (laughs) 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 all right you are on the clock greg you're picking at six for the san jose sharks
2: so i get six and then seven correct seven yeah san
1: jose and nashville
2: all right. Uh, with six in the original, in the real draft, the Sharks took right winger Milan Maholik, uh, who was okay, played almost played <laughs> almost seven hundred and fifty games, but definitely not worthy of that pick. Uh, so they're looking for a right winger, and the best one in this draft, who. Uh, if you base it on games played, you base it on goals and points, all that stuff. And it's really going to change the way their inter- interstate rival, the Los Angeles Kings, look for years to come. But with sixth overall, the San Jose Sharks is taking Dustin Brown.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Interesting. Right. Okay. Changing things up on the West Coast.
2: <laughs> yeah, completely changing the, uh, the that West Coast and maybe it's the Sharks that the Hawks have to play face a uh, c- couple years in a row in the Western conference final instead of the Kings. Yeah, it could uh, be Dustin Brown on those, that 2010 Kings team that Western conference final might be a little different.
1: Yeah. that's sure.
2: um, All right. So then seven is the predators and they went with, they took the first defenseman of the draft, which was uh, Ryan Suter uh, and, it's hard to argue with Ryan Souter. He had a great career. Uh, he's still playing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, of course, he left Nashville for that huge contract in Minnesota that they're going to be paying off until the end of days. <laughs> um, but I hate to do this, and it's going to look really, really bad. But uh, we're going to rewrite history here, and the Nashville Predators are going to take the first uh, defenseman in this draft. Second defenseman. Second defenseman. Sorry. Shea Weber's already gone. Um, just to get – the crazy reaction. Welcome to the Nashville Predators, Brent Seabrook. I hate you.
0: Mm. That hurts. Ouch. That that does hurt. <laughs> I, I hate to see Brent Seabrook uh, live a life of mid.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, mid. Maybe maybe the Predators can get Dustin Bufflin in in the second round and where they took Suter, and they still have a pretty good pairing back there. Yeah, maybe.
1: That's pretty good. We're not going to
2: go that far, though. <laughs> no. No.
1: no. <laughs> All right, I am honored at 8 to make a pick for the Atlanta Thrashers. Hey, there you go. <laughs> make it a
2: good one. Make it, make it so good that make they it stay count down.
1: Yeah, I'm going to take uh, Joe Pavelski. That's going to be my pick for the Atlanta Thrashers. Uh, it's just so wow. hard to say.
0: 197-point uh, uh, pick jump.
1: Yeah, he was 205th by the San Jose Sharks, and <laughs> Joe Pavelski still playing... <laughs> And unlike a lot of these guys who are still playing, he's still really effing good. That's a guy who doesn't look like he's at the end of his career. Joe Pavelski has continued to be awesome. So I like that pick for the the dear departed Atlanta Thrasher's at eight.
2: It's a major upgrade from Braden Coburn, who they originally picked. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely an upgrade. And, and, it hurts my heart that that happened right before I was supposed to pick.
1: So, <laughs> Sorry, buddy. That's,
0: that's tough. That's, that's one off the board for sure. All right. Uh, I now have the ninth and tenth picks. Uh, we're going to be drafting for two Canadian teams. Uh, the ninth pick went to the Calgary Flames. Uh, in the original draft, they took defenseman Dion Phaneuf, uh, former EA Sports cover boy, and uh, that was probably the highlight of his career. Uh, and the 10th pick was Montreal. I think was they took... Cuthbert was pretty good.
1: Yeah, that wasn't bad. Yeah,
0: sure, <laughs> sure. Uh, the 10th overall pick went to Montreal. They took Andre Kostitsin. Uh, so those two picks are not going to uh, stay the same. Those picks are going to change. Uh, unfortunately, with Joe Pavelski off the board, um, I feel like the next forward that I was looking at... Um, yeah, I it, it it's hard not to take him at this at this spot knowing what the peak of his career was. Uh still playing, very long career. Um don't think he'll ever eclipse the 1000 point mark, uh but a former Hart Trophy winner, uh as an NHL MVP. I'm going to go with Corey Perry.
1: Ah, Blackhawks Corey legend.
0: Corey Perry. Future Blackhawks legend Corey Perry. Um yeah, I mean, uh, like like I, like I said, like his peak, he was one of the best players uh, in, in in the league. Kind of a uh, a Matthew Kachuk light at, at his peak, where he wasn't as physical uh, with you know body checking and stuff. I mean, he would definitely take some shots at you, uh, but he was a guy who could put up forty goals, be be a threat uh, all over the ice, and could get under your skin. Um, so I feel like a, a player like that would uh, do pretty well. Out there in Calgary, where they uh, they they do like the bull riding, I, I understand. Yeah. All right, uh, and then Montreal um, again. They went with Kostitsin originally. Uh, I'm looking up and down here, and there's some there's some really good talent on, on the board, and I think uh, I think I have a guy who could uh, fit really well in Montreal with. Uh oh, you know what? I actually have a man. I'm gonna go with the guy who had who had who still has uh some scoring left in the tank, and I think he may at the end of his career catch uh the guy that was picked that I'm that I'm choosing between uh in career points. I'm gonna go with Jeff Carter. Uh, he went 11th to Philly in the original draft, I'm gonna take him one spot earlier uh with Montreal again a guy at his peak just absolutely deadly Blackhawks fans obviously know uh, of Jeff Carter from his time with both Philly and LA uh in the um you know during during those cup runs so I'm gonna go Jeff Carter here at number 10 for Montreal
1: all right solid pick you got a feisty little team on your hands there I know it's all for different teams but damn that is a that's an assembly of pudwax like I've seen
0: very few times (laughs) Um, I'm gonna score. I'm gonna score and get in your face about exactly. it.
1: Exactly. Um, all right. I'm picking now 11th for the Philadelphia Flyers. And ah, boy, I don't really like to see this guy in any team aside from the Blackhawks. But uh, second goalie off the board, Corey Crawford. Yep. Happy to take Corey Crawford there. I know that history or whatever has forgotten Corey Crawford. We have not forgotten Corey Crawford in Chicago. Maybe if he'd have played on an East Coast team that was on uh, versus an NBC Sportsnet (laughs) three times a week, he would have gotten a little more credit than he got here. Um, But damn, two-time cup winner, um, just a stud goaltender, uh, as steady as they come, as everybody in Chicago knows. So Philadelphia, congratulations. You are the owner of a brand-new Crow. (laughs) Great. Nicely done.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, that gives me two back-to-back picks here uh number 12 goes to my favorite team in the entire planet the new york (laughs) rangers i think it's going to be an upgrade from their original pick it can't go much down from where they really (laughs) screwed the pooch with this pitch by uh with this pick when they took hugh jessamine uh former rockford ice hog hugh (laughs) um (laughs) (laughs) former rockford ice hogs legend uh he signed with the uh uh, Blackhawks, And then he was actually part of the package along with Jack Skilly that got Michael for a week from the Florida Panthers. So he actually did some good yeah. for the Blackhawks, but he's not getting drafted here. Uh, instead, uh, the Rangers, I know they took a right winger here. So they're going to go with a guy that uh, started as a right winger and now plays defenseman. Uh, mm-hmm. They're going to take Brent Burns with the 12th overall pick. Uh Burns was originally taken 20th by the Minnesota Wild, so he's bumping up a little bit. And then that leads me now to the Kings. And uh, I've already taken Dustin Brown away from them. So uh <laughs> take someone
0: else away from them.
2: <laughs> who should I give them here? Um Hugh Jessamine <laughs> 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 Uh I'm actually gonna give them um they went with a winger, so I'll go with a winger here too. They're going to uh, draft uh, American hero, Zach Parise, uh, 13th yeah. with uh, there. So from Brown to Parise, uh, not much of a, of a, <laughs> of a fluctuation there. Um, so Yeah, kind of similar guys. Yeah, both American, both good scoring wingers, a little bit of leadership there. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that's a huge fact. I think they improved a little bit going from Parise to Brown.
0: Yeah, I'd say Parise's uh, peak was a little bit longer than just Dustin Brown's was.
1: Oh, boy. Am I about to do what I'm about to do? Uh Uh-oh. I'm picking for the Blackhawks here at 14, where Brent Seabrook was originally selected. And I feel like if Brent Seabrook hears about this, I'm going to get a fistful. But for the Chicago Blackhawks at 14, I am selecting Ryan Kessler.
2: Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with a different Ryan there.
1: No. Wow. Oh. That's Ryan so, Kessler. Let's not talk about it. Let's hey. move on. <laughs> he's going to
2: test that theory. That uh, I mean, listen, For in all honesty, for a long time, I would have loved Ryan Kessler on those Blackhawk teams.
0: Oh, yeah. Yep. A- absolutely. Uh, he was he's 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 the he's the in the same ilk of that cory perry like you know we're we're gonna get used to seeing him on the on the team this season and i think opinions will change a little bit but one of those guys that 31 other teams hate to play against and yeah ryan kessler was was one of the best at being that kind of guy pudwack yes that's the uh that's the <laughs> hey, proper term that's,
2: that's a selkie <laughs> trophy winning pudwack to you sir sure
1: yeah yeah
0: over a thousand games played and you know if his, if his back didn't betray him uh he he might still be playing, trying to go for it all right well i'll round out this uh this draft here um you know i like i said i'm uh i've, I've built a, a team here that is very dangerous both with the puck and without the puck uh so i think it's only fitting that i i, I close it out with another player who uh was very dangerous with and without the puck. Um, he was selected in a round that doesn't exist anymore. Uh, and a 230 pick improvement. I will select Stanley cup champion, Dustin Bufflin. Nice. Yeah.
1: Way to save it.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, I, I mean, there's, there's definitely a lot of good talent that we, that we didn't, uh, get to with like Thomas Fanick, Ryan Suter didn't, didn't get picked. Um, but man, uh, it's it's hard to pass up on a guy like like Dustin Bufflin, both for you know his career. Um, he's a guy like Brent Burns, like changed positions uh, midway through his uh, you know through through his career and and was was versatile, was just a great personality um, and just a badass on the ice. So I'm, I'm rounding it out for uh, the number fifteen pick, which originally went to the New York Islanders. They took Robert Nilsson. Uh, Harry's I think, brother. I think uh, Dustin Bufflin is uh, an upgrade for now.
1: So a couple for noteworthy sure. exclusions. Uh, Dion Phaneuf, not drafted. Uh, David Backus, not drafted. Yaroslav Halak, not drafted. Yeah. Jimmy Howard, yeah. Braden Coburn, Mike Richards, uh, good for a short time. Nathan Horton, boy. I feel like a missed opportunity guy there, huh, with all those concussions. But yeah. Yep, yeah, those are some of the big names off at of O three. So...
2: It's a pretty good draft when you look when you look at it. I mean, they had uh quite a few guys play over 500 games. Looks like about 30 or 40 guys with over 500 NHL games. Yeah. Uh in this draft and and some guys still playing. Um but yeah, pretty good draft.
0: I mean, it's it's regularly heralded as one of the best draft classes. Of all time. And I mean, when you have, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 guys uh, play over a thousand games. Uh, and Marc Andre Fleury, 15 games short of being the 17th as a goalie yeah. um, to play a thousand games, which he'll eclipse this year. Like, that's incredible. You don't see that very often.
2: No, you got at least. Seven or eight Hall of Famers in this draft class, oh, for sure. Like you know, Flurry is going to be in the Hall of Fame. Corey Perry, maybe. Patrice Bergeron, no doubt, is a Hall of Famer. Yep. Shea Weber, Perry's Ryan volume. Suter, they there. may get there one day.
1: Perry's yeah. got a uh, cup and a heart. He's in. Yeah,
0: and uh, uh, gold medal, right? Yeah. Was he yep. on the Was he on the ten or fourteen
2: candidate team? I can't remember. I think he was on the ten. Uh, but uh, Brent Seabrook's probably going to get in the Hall of Fame one day. Zach Parise, maybe. Zach Joe Parise. Joe Pavelski, maybe.
0: Pavelski needs a cup. I think he needs
2: a cup. I don't know. 1,250 games, 1,000 points. That's good enough for me without the cup. Oh,
1: yeah. well, it's a damn good draft. I mean, I mean, I mean with,
0: with how many omissions there are from the Hockey Hall of Fame, what's one more, right? right.
1: Yeah, amazing,
2: I mean, I'm not too- saying these
1: guys are first ballads, but
2: I think eventually
1: yeah. those guys yes. –
2: we'll get in what's amazing too is
1: you know this is 20 years ago and so many of these guys are either active or just finished playing yeah you know and like some of them still at a high level like brent burns is still playing at a high level perry pavelski like we mentioned um you know like there's guys that are 20 years after being drafted are still contributing so Connor bedard 20 years let's go
0: (laughs) Corey perry was on both the 10 and 14 olympic gold teams he also won a world championship gold. He was on the world cup gold team for Canada. He's a, a triple gold member, um, Stanley Cup champion, former MVP. Yeah, I, I, World Juniors gold. This guy's been fucking
2: everywhere. Yeah, and Connor Bernard's dad for one season. So <laughs> sure, he's <laughs> yeah, he's it.
1: That's it. Well, that was a that was an enjoyable draft. We're gonna do 2008 next, but it is a feel good. <laughs> sunny side summer friday and we always ask the question who made us feel good this week from chicago sports all i know is every day that goes by we are closer to watching number 98 take the ice for the blackhawks (laughs) and that's going to make me feel all good all summer and if you want to feel all good all the time you should head over to our friends it's sunny side cannabis dispensary it is your home for judgment-free cannabis shopping if Place where all kinds of visitors are welcome to explore discover and purchase a wide array of high quality products sunnyside has everything you need to elevate your summer it's your one-stop shop for all your cannabis needs no matter where you are in your cannabis jersey ger- journey easy online ordering and in-store pickup great transparent lo- loyalty program called sunnyside rewards it is Illinois' favorite dispensary from city to suburbs wrigleyville to river north champagne to south beloit and i know There are people who are very curious about cannabis and feel like it could probably help them sleep or help with their soreness, but they're intimidated by the process of going in to a dispensary. Don't be sunny side. Those folks are going to help you out. They're going to make you feel at home. They're not going to make you feel stupid or uneducated. They will help you get exactly what you need. And that's the best part for me about the legalization is I'm not looking to get high anymore. I'm 45. I just want to sleep and I just want to enjoy my night and Sunnyside helps me do that. My favorite brand is The Good News. They've got the gummies and the rechargeable vape fen, and it's great for, uh, you know, I take the, the counting sheep to fall asleep. I take the fryer to loosen up before I head out on the town. The Mindy's gummies are awesome as well. It's like taking a warm bath anytime you want. Cresco, High Supply, Floracal Wonder, Remedy, all these great brands, all available at Sunnyside. Through August, head to sunnyside.shop, and use the code CHGO25 at checkout for 25% off your total order. That's one use per customer, not stackable with other promotions. But it's not only for new customers. Anyone can use their code. Pick up everything you need to elevate your summer and your Friday at Sunnyside. Must be 21 plus or an Illinois Card holder. Again, that's code CHGO25 at sunnyside.shop for 25% off your total order.
0: Yep. Love that sunny side. It's good stuff. It's, I mean, especially on a Friday, right? Yeah. Sun is out and you're enjoying your cannabis products. It's a good way to start a weekend. Another good way to start a hot, sunny summer day weekend uh, is by saving money on your energy bills. And by doing that, you can reach out to ComEd with their energy efficiency program which is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve help manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future
2: that is right ComEd offers a wide variety of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial industrial and public sector customers of all sizes across their territory ComEd also offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities like for your HVAC systems. Those are very important this time of year. Commercial uh, kitchen equipment so you can make bacon or industrial processes. Mm, bacon.
0: Bacon. While I think about bacon, Greg, you tell me how the rest of this works.
2: I can do that. An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific on your bacon goals and needs. These can be done (laughs) in person or virtually and last approximately eh, about two hours. Within three to four weeks, you're going to get a report detailing energy efficiency projects that you could start working on immediately. Each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives and simple payback if you own a business like making bacon don't wait get started saving money and energy today the monergy for monergy saving tips lighting incentives or to schedule your free facility assessment once this show is over go to comed.com slash powering biz
0: did you say comed.com slash powering biz b-i-z that's
2: what i said schedule today yeah do so- that
0: I was thinking about bacon, so I wanted to make it sure.
2: <laughs> it's easy. I've to had get bacon for three consec, four consecutive meals, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's There's nothing wrong with that.
1: That's totally fine. Hey, yeah. Lawrence, how much of that? Uh, oh, you're not in the office, but I wonder how much of that bacon jam is left. The chorizo bacon jam. I, yeah, I, I uh, it, we were. It was going fast. Let's just put it that way. Damn it! Uh, shout out yeah. to Charlie. That was amazing.
0: There's no way that's lasting through the weekend.
2: <sighs> I mean, nope. I, I, bought, forgot, uh, I forgot my lunch yesterday, and so I just ate a lot of bacon
0: Lawrence <laughs> Lauren, <lunch>. finished it. <laughs>
2: Sorry yes. about that. No, that's all right. I used uh, – we cooked up some of the rosemary bacon. Bought a pound of that yesterday from Charlie and uh, made some fresh BLT sandwiches last night. Mm. Uh, and then uh, I had a little couple – we had some extra slices. I had a couple with my breakfast this morning, and then I threw – Ham sandwich at lunch, too, because there wasn't quite enough salt on my ham sandwich. So I put a strip of rosemary bacon on it, too, to cap
1: it off. Yeah, you got to so, use the whole use the whole pig. Exactly.
2: Yeah, I mean, my ankles are swollen, and I'm going to drop dead in about 35 minutes, but I'm going to go out with a smile on my face.
1: It's just to the end of the show, man. That's all we ask.
2: That's fine. Get through this amazing 2008 draft.
1: Hey, man, it's July 14th. Back off of us. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. Watch out, watch out for the ankle dents. Yeah, exactly.
2: Oh, I invented those.
0: Sp- hey, speaking of July 14th. <laughs> yeah. Uh happy 24th birthday to oh, our, our our favorite Chicago Blackhawk, uh, Mackenzie Entwistle. Our favorite orphan. Yeah, I mean he's this this is this is usually a tough day for him, uh you know with with no family to to celebrate with, but we all sent him cards so he'd feel Yeah. Welcome yeah, and, and we're, we're, we're 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 showing Mackenzie the the love that yeah, he d- oh, so dearly wishes he could have.
1: Yeah, if you want to send him a card just uh it's P.O. peel <laughs> box uh uh, 98 at uh, the Chicago Orphanage, uh, it's in downtown Chicago. Yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll get your card.
0: But in all seriousness, uh, this made my day. Uh, that Mackenzie's actual dad, Dave Enwistle, uh, who is actually
2: alive and uh, who is exist. who is real, a it's real a person. tweet. Uh,
0: he he does tweet and he he loves to tweet about his son. Um, he, he responded, said so funny with the uh, beer che- beer cheersing. Emoji. So hey, seems like uh, Dad Dave is 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 in on the joke too.
2: Yes. Well, based based on how good of a human being Mackenzie is, it's no surprise that uh, Dave and Margaret is it yeah. Margaret is not. Yes, they're they're both active on Twitter, so they've done a heck of a job uh, and should be proud of their their uh, hockey playing son.
1: Yeah. Yes. He is a good dude, and we're rooting for him. That's for damn sure. All right. Up now is the 2008 draft. Uh, not quite as stacked as the last one, but still pretty good. You had Stamkos and Doughty, uh, one and two at the top. Zach Bogosian, Alex Petrangelo, Luke Shen, a lot of a lot of guys that were good for a long time, right? Like not a ton of such. Eric Carlson was drafted 15. He's really good. But when you look through this list, there's not a ton of superstars, but a lot of guys that played for a long time and were contributors for a long time. So yeah, uh, who has the first pick? Mario, you're on the clock for the Tampa Bay Lightning will anything change?
0: Uh no. I am going to uh I'm going to keep Steven Stamkos in his number 1 overall uh selected spot. Um look, I mean this this guy has just been a freaking stud his entire career. Immediately jumped into the NHL uh and and was a dynamic goal scorer um up until I think it was up until uh matthews just recently did it a few years uh two seasons ago might have been uh was the last 60 goal scorer mm-hmm. in the seasons um so i mean it's to accomplish that is is, is pretty incredible over a thousand games over a thousand points over 500 goals uh he's captained the lightning to multiple stanley cups um and also seems like one of the genuine like nice good guys in the league like you know, some some of these guys sometimes you know they're they're captains and they put on faces or whatever. Stamkos seems like he's a genuinely nice guy, uh, good leader. So yeah, I, I don't think there's any reason to go uh, to go any different direction at number one.
1: You know what's amazing about Stamkos is it's a guy who dealt with serious injury problems and missed a mm-hmm. ton of time, and you thought when he came back it'd be like okay, well you know he's gonna start to fade and not gonna be the same guy. Nope. Last year he had 106 points in 2021-22. In 2022-23, he had 84 points in 81 games. I mean, that's 190 points over the last uh, you know 162 games. That's that's yeah. pretty that's pretty impressive.
0: In in his Still you know in his 30s too. Yeah, like you don't see that too often in, in in this day and age where you know getting over 30 in the NHL you start. Likely seen declines in in, in guys. So yeah, uh, yeah, no signs of slowing down any anytime soon for him.
1: And not to go on too huge of an aside, but I think you guys know like a hot button thing for me is like, well this this series is boring because the markets aren't big, right? Like a lot of people right. say, like oh the NHL hates this. Well, you know what? You shouldn't. And the fact that Steven Stamkos plays in Tampa Bay, I do feel like has hurt his like endorsement possibilities. But that's a league failure. I'm sorry for this guy sure. to not be yeah. one of the faces of the league for from for the day he stepped on the ice. It's a huge miss. You're trying to grow yeah. the sport. He's a good dude. He's a great player. I don't know. It, it feels like a, it's very Mike Trouty, but I feel yeah. like Stamkos has more personality than Trout does.
0: He's in that commercial with uh, with Headman. A, that's a pretty funny yeah, one. Great. But, but, that's, but that's just recently. Yeah. 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 I mean, no. and and he also had the opportunity to go and and get all those endorsements by playing with the with the Leafs uh, when he was a free agent a few years ago, uh, but he stuck in Tampa and it worked out very well
2: for him. Yes, it did. Yeah, he could have gone, and everybody had him already in a Maple Leafs uh, sweater, and he said, "Nope, I'm going to stay here where I've established myself." And oh yeah, no state income tax. So. <laughs> That all that money that i'm getting i'm actually getting yeah. um yeah Stamkos, i think c- still criminally underrated i don't think That's he crazy. ever has gotten the credit that he deserves for being as good and and imagine if he hadn't suffered some of those major injuries where he'd be um you know yeah. i always think of that you know running into the net and breaking his leg and missing yeah. it the, uh, that was right before the olympics wasn't it yeah. yep um i mean he missed a ton of games he's been Really good at staying on the ice for the past five, six, whatever it is years, for the most part. Um, but man, he's got over a thousand games played and could have about thirteen hundred and and all those extra points. But uh, hard to argue, not uh, taking him number one.
1: An all time great. All right, Greg, you are on the clock for the LA Kings.
2: Yeah, I'm going to be boring and just stick with who they took. They took Drew Doughty, the defenseman number 2, and they're still going to take Drew Doughty, defenseman number 2. Um there are some there were 12 defensemen taken in the first round of this draft and and some pretty good ones, but Drew Doughty has the most games played of anybody in this draft, uh, 1095 games and counting. Uh he's still a very important part of that team. Ah, uh, six hundred nineteen points. He's got a Norris. He's got two Stanley Cups. Uh, you know, in, in a in a draft where they they took a, a ton of defensemen early, he was the first one taken, and it's proven right. He's still the best one. Uh, you can argue. You can argue Eric Carlson might be better. Uh, not at playing defense at offense, sure. But like, if I'm if I'm going into a you know a Stanley Cup playoff run. I'm taking Drew Doughty in his prime over Eric Carlson in his prime.
1: That's fair argument to me. I mean, that no one, I don't think he had, I don't think you have many people that would disagree with that. I mean, he yeah. did it all. He was kind of like mini Duncan Keith in my mind. Like Keith was kind of better at everything than he was, but he was just a notch below during that yeah. time. You know, he was he
2: was what he was to the Kings, what Duncan Keith was to
1: the Blackhawks. Yeah, but Doughty's yeah. still playing, and Keith is not. So you know, there you go. All right, I'm also going to take a defenseman here, as I am honored once again to pick for the Atlanta Thrashers. You're Mr.
2: Thrashers.
1: (laughs) I'm going to take Roman Yossi, who I would argue is the best defenseman of this draft. I think he's got an argument. Dowdy's great. He's got the hardware. He's got all the accomplishments. It's not Roman Yossi's fault. He's a predator. Um, That dude (laughs) is great and remains great and kind of does it all. So I, I, I don't think it's a leap at all to take Roman Yossi at third. I think he's he's an awesome player. Originally drafted number 38 by Nashville, yeah. um, which is impossible because I thought you had to pick in the top five for your players to be good. Uh
0: Yeah, the, the internet
2: usually tells me that. Top two. Mm. Top oh. two only. Top yeah, two only. Uh, yeah, big upgrade from Zach Bogosian, who was originally drafted here. Um, no slam on Zach. He's a solid no, yeah, he's a he's also He's, he's also he's, had a fine career.
1: All right, I'm back on the clock now for the Blues. Can I just like tank this pick on purpose? Is that yes? Is that a <laughs> you could. Hugh Jessamine. Uh <laughs> I am going to take Eric Carlson here uh, at four. It's I know it's you know he is an imperfect defenseman, but damn, in in terms of offense, he is. It's it's him in 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 a different category than every other offensive defenseman of this era. So uh, give me Eric Carlson at four for the St. Louis Blues.
0: Yeah, All right. That's a good that that's that's a solid pick. And look, we talk about, you know, longevity and, and being at, you know, peaks of careers. It's Carlson, like, he went a long what was it, eight years between Norris uh wins, something like that. Like and yep. the first guy since the early nineties as a defenseman to score hundred points. Like, that's nothing to scoff at. Like, sure, he did it on a terrible team and he was like a <laughs> the 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 lowest minus a Norris winner has ever been. <laughs> Um, but those offensive numbers, man, you just, you just couldn't, can't deny that on the, on the, especially on the team he did it with. So hopefully he, uh, seems like he's on the move eventually this summer. Hopefully he lands with a contender and, and can have some playoff success.
1: Yeah. Poor guys. Ottawa and San Jose. It's like, yeah, (laughs) he's had
0: one, one good run to the Eastern conference finals in his career. Oh no. We was, was he with San Jose when they went to the cup final? No, you right? I don't oh. think so. No. no, no, he wouldn't have been. No, because he was with Ottawa. The, he was still with Ottawa the next year. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And what was it? What did we say? What is it 75 or 76 of those 101 points were five on five this year? Yeah. Like, it was what a silly season he had.
1: And he's a minus 26. <laughs> um,
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, crazy. well, you don't. Yeah. So good luck to whoever trades for him. Hopefully, you don't give up the farm because I'm not expecting many more 100 point seasons out of Eric Carlson, but who knows? I didn't expect one this year. So.
1: All right, Greg, you have the honor of choosing (laughs) for the most prestigious franchise in all of sports. Your (laughs) Toronto Maple Leafs.
2: Yay. Um, (laughs) They originally took Luke Shen with this pick who they brought back years later. Um, To right or wrong. Yes. (laughs) And uh, they still, they didn't win with him either time. Nope. Um, I'm going to stick on the blue line, and I'm going to get them an upgrade here. A, a guy that was just passed up, originally taken fourth by the Blues, I'm taking Alex Petrangelo and putting him on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Right.
0: I think that it turns out better for them than Luke Shen. Probably, yes. Yeah. They yeah, don't probably. have
1: to reacquire him years later. <laughs> yeah. All right, Mario, you are on for oh, the Ass right. Jackets and the Assville Predators. Oh, nice. Six and seven.
2: M- mid-level drafting right here. Yes. <laughs> who Who will be damned
0: to the mid uh, let's see, uh, man, we've had a, just a run of defensemen, but like you said, like this was a stacked defensive class. Yes,
1: it was.
0: Um, hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to continue to go with defensemen. Uh, and I'm going to go with a guy, uh, another Norris winner guy who's had a very solid career. Um, his peak was a little short, but he's still, uh, still a very solid defenseman. I'm going to go, Uh, With John Carlson, uh, originally drafted 27th overall in this draft by the Capitals. He is going to go to Columbus instead of Nikita Filatov. I think that's an upgrade for them.
1: That's an upgrade, yes.
0: All right. And Nashville's original pick was Colin Wilson at number seven. Uh, So I'm going to say, I'm going to stick with a forward for them. And I am going to go with uh, Jordan Eberle. Uh, 940 career games, 658 career points, very solid career, uh, still continuing to play. I think he'll definitely eclipse a thousand, po- uh, a thousand games played originally selected 22nd by Edmonton in this draft. He goes number seven to Nashville.
2: Solid pick. All right. All right. That leaves me with our friends at the Phoenix coyotes yet yes. to be the Arizona coyotes. Um, <laughs> And they selected uh, Michael Bodker here with this pick. He's a nice, solid player. Uh, But I'm going to go in a different direction here. And I'm going to pick a guy that was originally picked ninth by the Islanders. I'm going to slot him up once. And that is Blackhawks legend for all three (laughs) hours, Josh Bailey.
0: Oh yes, the Josh Bailey era. That was that was a fun time. That uh, was the it was... best.
2: The Josh Bailey era lasted as long as it took us to eat our scrambled eggs and bacon. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: at the laughs> NHL draft. <laughs>
2: At our exclusive table. Yes, which was the top of a garbage can, which so was funny. fitting we were for the like, Josh Bailey era.
1: They made that term, like, all right, yeah, that makes sense. It's kind of like the yes. thing, it. No, and then, oh, he's not? What happened? Okay. If you,
0: when, uh, which we still have to post it, but when you watch the behind-the-scenes of our trip to, um, to the draft that was uh, produced by Ryan Green, the videographer extraordinaire uh, from DNVR, um, when you go back and watch that, uh, I am interviewed at the beginning of day two, and it was literally a minute or two after we got the news that Josh Bailey was traded to the Blackhawks. And i am you can see in my face, I'm so excited. I'm like, wow, they got Josh Bailey. Like, this is kind of cool. Things are moving. And then an hour later, uh, nope, he is being bought out. Um, but, hey, you know, good thing they uh, they didn't print up any Bailey jerseys.
1: Yep. All right, well, now I'm on the clock for the Islanders who just lost Josh Bailey. So mm. thats that's a shame. Uh, I'm going to take goaltender Braden Holtby. There Solid was a time pick. where he was the best or one of the top three or four in the league, and yeah. then just fell off a cliff. Holy cow! When he left Damn. Washington, it was just over.
0: He he won won his cup, and then that was it.
1: Yeah, that's that was a little bit surprising. Um, so Brayden Hopey goes nine to the Islanders. Now I'm also on the clock at 10 for the Canucks. One of my favorite players in the league, little guy. What do you call it? Short King Mario. Is that the right thing? Uh, Cam Cam Atkinson, Mm -hmm. big fan of Cam Atkinson. So I'll put him on a Canucks. So I have to hate him now. (laughs) There you go.
0: Yeah. I've, I've, Cam Atkinson is one of those guys that just always seemed like, uh, he just, you, you. He always was around. Like mm-hmm. I, I feel like anytime the the Blackhawks and Blue Jackets would play, I felt like I always was noticing Cam Atkinson. Yeah. So solid,
2: Great. solid player.
1: Yep. All right, Greg, you have the honors for the Blackhawks who in this spot took Kyle Beach.
2: Yeah. Uh we're we're skipping that pick. Um uh, because, well, I mean, lots of issues, but he never played in the NHL and who knows. If he ever would have in, a, in an alternative universe, but I am going to go with a guy who has the third most goals of this draft class. Uh, Steven Stamkos is one with 515. Jordan Eberle is two with 282 and three with 239 c- career goals, and would have looked real nice in that two C slot behind Jonathan Taves. Adam Henrique, welcome nice. to the Chicago Blackhawks.
0: Yep. Yep. I like that. I like that. Uh, I like that pick. That would be, that would have been a tremendous fit. If, if the Blackhawks um, could have gone with uh, a Taze, Henrique Bolin, one, two, three down the middle. That would have been
1: yeah, there's pretty your, solid. There's your perpetual Hans-Zeus, Uh, you know, Brad Richards. You wouldn't have, you wouldn't have had to address yeah. all those issues. Uh, Every
2: year it was, who's going to be the second center? Who's yeah. going to be? It was like, it was like third base for the Cubs, all those years until the Ramirez showed up. Who's going to be your second line center? Adam Henrique, would, Adam Henrique would have uh, solved that problem.
1: Yep, that's for sure. Good pick. All right, now Mario's on the clock with Buffalo at 12 and the Kings at 13.
2: All right,
0: Buffalo originally selected uh, giant defenseman Tyler Myers, uh, the Trophy winner Tyler Myers. That's true. That <laughs> is true. Um, look, he's not. He's not a bad player. Not a bad player. Um, But I'm going to go with a guy that I think is is, his peak is better. I'm going to keep them taking a defenseman. Uh, I'm going to have a 144 pick jump. Uh, Here's Jared Spurgeon to the Buffalo Sabres. Sure. Solid defenseman, Uh, 851 games played current captain for the Minnesota wild. Like I, I and I think at this point uh, in his career, I'd rather have Jared Spurgeon than Tyler Myers. Um, so maybe, maybe his peak wasn't as high as, as Myers was for a few years, but I think his, his effectiveness, usefulness, um, staying up uh, top in a defensive lineup at this stage of his career is more valuable uh, than what Myers brings to the table. Nice. All right, so now number 13 for the Kings. They originally took uh, Colton Tubert, a defenseman who played 24 games in the NHL uh, with one assist. So I think whoever I take is going to be an upgrade.
2: I would hope. Well, let me, that makes that Drew Doughty pick even look even better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, So so they went defense as well. Um, let's see. Who Could I get as a defenseman? Oh, TJ Brody, not bad. Hugh Jasmin. Hugh Jasmin. <laughs> could I? Could could he get redrafted? I could trade the pick for Hugh Jasmin. Yeah, do that. I think his best days are yet to come. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jury's still out. Definitely, little you know, Hugh. Uh, yeah. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna go with TJ Brody. Uh, originally selected 114th overall by Calgary. Uh. 830 games played, 322 points. Uh, another, just another guy who um, has been a solid mid-lineup uh, defenseman for a long time. He had some uh, more, more uh, spirited years with the Calgary Flames early on is, in his career, but yeah, I think he's he's a very solid defenseman, a guy that you could still slot in uh, as a as a number four, number five guy, and be very uh, happy with that.
1: Solid. All right, Greg, you're up next with the Carolina Hurricanes. All right. Originally, they took uh, Zach Boychuk, who yeah, the um,
0: social media savant
2: himself. Yeah, his uh, biggest accomplishment of his career was literally following every single Twitter user <laughs> ever, <laughs> um, and then unfollowing all of them. And then refollowing them all again. Again, yeah. Um, that's far more than he ever did in the NHL, uh, which was, uh, let's see here, 127 games, 30 points. I mean, eh, that's not, not what you'd want at 14. So I'm going to give them the uh, boy Chuck was a center. So they were obviously looking for some center depth. Uh, at this t- point in time. So I'm going to give them a center that was originally drafted. Uh, where is he? He is right. He was originally drafted 51st by the New York Rangers, thus preventing the hurricanes for signing him 13 years later in 2021. Derek Stepan mm. is going to play his whole career with the Carolina <laughs> hurricanes. This is a guy that, that, you know, real solid career. Um, he's got uh, let's see here. Why does he keep falling off my screen? That's, he's so good, I can't keep him on my screen. But he's played uh, 890 games, 515 points, uh, solid guy, and and he's a former Badger, so Mario likes him.
1: He sure is. There you go. He sure is. All right, Mr. Irrelevant uh, falls to me <laughs> uh, at 15. I'm picking for the Ottawa Senators, who in that spot got Eric Carlson. Very impressive. Good, Good pick right there. Good but I'm going to stick with their trend of taking a defenseman. I am going to tra- take Travis Hamanick. Good player for a long time. Not spectacular by any means. Truth be told, I had um, I had Derek Stepan on my list there. So uh, you kind of <laughs> screwed me there. But uh, Travis Hamanick is my pick at 15 for the Ottawa Senators. Because it's, a dude, 793 NHL games, uh, 229 points. So not a huge point producer, but... A uh, good reliable defenseman. So yeah. Give me Travis Hamonick at fifteen. And so I hard. mean again, this is a this is a draft that was just loaded with guys who had success like Justin Schultz, uh who was picked forty third at six hundred and seventy five NHL games, two times ty- you know two Stanley Cups for him.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake
1: Allen was picked in the second round. Jacob Markstrom in goal, two goalies right there I mentioned. Uh Jimmy Hayes was picked there. Yep. So yeah, they're- Michael Stone <laughs> picked in the third round that year. I mean, mean, uh, he's
0: not, he's not a a very notable uh, point producer, but 898 games for Matt Martin picked in the fifth round. Like, you know, in a, in a time where guys like him, uh, players like him started to fall out, fall off in the last couple of years. I mean, he was able to find a home for nearly 900 games in the NHL, still active as far as, as far as I understand. Um, so as a fifth-round pick, uh, it's, it's, it's not bad.
2: Yeah. yeah, this was a draft of, like we talked the last draft, 03, we had a ton of Hall of Famers in it. This one, not a lot of Hall of Famers, but a lot of, like, Hall of Very Good, like mm-hmm. solid guys, guys that, you know, never all-stars or superstars, but very good players. You mentioned the likes of, like, Matt Martin, uh, TJ Brody was in this draft, uh Marcos Candela, Gustav, Gustav Nyquist, Nyquist, Nyquist yep. yeah. Uh you know, uh Jake Gardner was in this draft as well. So uh some some good ones. And then there's Dale Weiss. <laughs> but uh yeah, Jacob yeah. Markstrom
1: was in this draft, Brayden Holpe as Jay took him. So uh, was Jay this, Gallen. So was the Cooper Manning of the Stahl family, Jared Stahl, who played two <laughs> yeah. NHL games.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jared Stall. Yeah, of course. How could yeah, you forget?
2: You yeah, I'm I'm scrolling down this list and I'm like, oh my god, Ed, I'm getting thrown back to my days in the AHL. Going, oh, I know these guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ben Smith was selected by the Blackhawks 169th overall in this pit, in this draft.
2: Yeah, nice. You can't spell you can't spell Ben Smith without B E S T. That's true.
1: That is technically correct.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: Tommy Wingles was in this draft.
1: Oh, another guy, the Hawks Eddie, could not live without. They uh, gotta get this Wingles. He's from Chicago.
2: Because he's gotta play for his hometown team. Yes. Yep. yep. Remember remember when they got him and like like Edzo's PR mission to like sell us Tommy Wingles as a good player? And it's like, hey Eddie, I love you, but I have eyeballs. This guy <laughs> is not that great.
0: Man they had they had Wingels jerseys in the Madhouse store. That 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 for me was like oof. Is this where we're at? <laughs> well, they Tommy. were
2: hoping that uh they were hoping that the 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 crowd from Northbrook would come yeah. out and buy all yeah. those jerseys.
1: Yeah. Was Lance Boma, another Blackhawks legend, Lance Boma. Yeah,
2: Blackhawks legend, Lance Boma. Jimmy
0: Hayes was in this draft. Yep. Oh, good man. good
1: deep, ta- you know, like like you said, lots of very good not great players.
0: Victor Tikhonov, remember Hawks him?
1: Another Blackhawks legend.
2: Another, yeah, Hawk, yeah. Signed him because uh, he was uh, friends with Panarin, right? Yeah, he was. He was to Artemi Panarin what Thomas Kopecky was to uh, Marian yeah. Hossa. Fine, <laughs> He went and go got his dry but cleaner and coffee every morning. Worth it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, yep. we are. Look at that. Look at the time. We're out of time already. Thanks everybody for joining us. We got to tell you a couple other things, but uh, remember, you're going to want to join us at our uh, North Side, South Side, Crosstown Takeovers. We're going to tell you about that in a second. But first, you want to look good at the takeovers, so get fitted out in the best sports gear around: hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, banana hammocks, and everything in between. It is baseball season. It's here. Get your Cubs or White Sox Aloha shirts, your straw hats, your polos, your bags. Everything you need to look cool and stay cool at a baseball game. Uh, when we're in studio, you see our great set, de- set decorations, all of them donated by our friends at FOCO. Get yourself some sweet, uh, branded NHL MLB merch at FOCO.com or click the link in our description below for all non pre sale items. Use the promo code CHGO to save 10% off. Again, that is FOCO.com. Yeah,
0: and you mentioned the... Uh... The crosstown takeovers those are coming up uh first one later this month uh White sox hosting the Chicago Cubs I believe that is what July 16th coming up yeah or no 25th I believe oh yeah uh, No, 26th. 26th I was yeah. I was completely wrong July 26th uh that is coming up that's gonna be a, a, a lot of fun then August 16th uh the two teams head north to Wrigley field. Uh, when the Cubs host the White Sox, uh, the the mid off uh, will be a lot of fun to uh, to to watch. So join us there. Uh, you can get uh, tickets to that ev- to those events for those takeovers. Uh, come hang out with us. Get your North side or South side shirts. Love those designs. Those are some sweet designs. I, I would I would love to uh, maybe see if those hats could be uh, yeah. could be fashioned. Uh, and sold for us here as uh, as CHGO merge. I think that some people were actually asking for that to happen. Let's see if we can make that a, make that a possibility, but yeah, come on out uh, North side and South side. Join us for some, some night baseball, uh, some hot sweaty summer nights. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun.
1: Absolutely. All CHGO.com is the place to go. And if you're a diehard, you save on the event, you save on everything at the CHGO locker. And when you sign up, you get a free shirt or hat of your choice. So after a little while, it pays for itself. So become a diehard today. Cause guess what? Bears season is right around the corner. We got those tailgates for every home game. I know we're going to do a United Center takeover for the Hawks this year. So now is the time to become a diehard. Pick out that free shirt and we'll meet you at any of our great CHGO events. All right, we are back on Monday. Yes, Mario. I was gonna say
0: speaking of Bears tailgates, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this information, but the DNVR crew is heading to Chicago for when the uh, Denver Broncos take on the Chicago bears. Uh, So the DNVR crew is going to be out there for, for that uh, weekend's takeover.
1: It's going to be a lot of fun. That will be fun. I did not know that. That's a good time. Good thing. The,
2: uh, the one couch in the office is a uh, pullout bed. They can all crash at the office.
1: (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) I, I, yeah. If, if the Airbnb plans fall through, how they can they can sleep at the office
1: absolutely all right before we head out make sure you smash that like button for us on the youtube page podcasters it's a friday leave us a five-star review on apple podcast or spotify it takes 30 seconds it's free it really really helps us we'll talk to you monday at 2 p.m 2 p.m 2 p.m 2 p.m confirmed on monday on the chgo blackhawks podcast